The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor, and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, we will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double-check our information if you want. And welcome to Let's Talk It All. I'm Anvil. And I'm Jeff. And we're here to talk about it all tonight. And in case you are not a child of the 80s, that was Don Henley's Dirty Laundry. And this is my Elmer Fudd hat. And that's, that's your Elmer Fudd hat. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Dirty Laundry refers to the news and the media and them just... Taking anything they get and putting it in their paper and not giving a rat's ass about researching it or checking it out or yeah, like dirty laundry. Yeah, and uh, you know I'm you know like you got people like Rachel Maddow and you know some of the other other ones. Yeah, the other ones out there, you know, and uh, they shuffle papers and shit like this and they're doing it and write stuff down like they're pretending to read shit. So we'll get um, to some of that tonight, but we got some other stuff yeah. going on too. This has been a very interesting week. No, it's always interesting well, it's always where you look. Depends on where you find the news. But. Um, so, yeah. Um, you said you had something? Well, no, I thought you had something. Oh, I well, we don't have anything for us. Yeah, it'll be a short show. Yeah, it's, 
It's how we do that show. Um, yeah, so so uh, if anyone was watching this morning, no way into work, I did a quick blip. And as I'm going through my social media platforms, there's a story about a young African-American in Michigan that was uh, shot during a traffic stop. No kidding. This was, this was 10 days ago. 10 days ago. Why did it take so long to get in? Well, and I, and I thought that was a little strange. Yeah. And uh, not only has it taken it that long, but it was the UK Daily Caller, UK Caller. It's basically an England news outlet. But it didn't happen in England. Bre- no, no. It happened here. Yeah. In the United States. So I got, mm-hmm. got the UK breaking this. I don't know if they already broke the story, but brought someone's attention. And then to make, to make, I don't know if it's irony or... But what it, it it was on my Trump true social media. Hmm. Wasn't on Facebook. Wasn't on my Twitter feed. It was on true social that this was brought to light. So there's just something not right with the world. I not sure if hell is freezing over or not, but this was on true social. So I looked at the video and um, it's another one of these these incidents where it's a traffic stop and the, the cop pulls him over, and the, the guy is instantly out of his car. Okay. Here's a newsflash. When the police pull you over, they don't want to see you. The only thing they want to see out of your car is maybe your hands. Yep. They don't want you out of your vehicle. They want you sitting there, not touching anything. So he's out of his vehicle. And then I guess there seemed to be a little bit of a language problem. So the cop asked for his license. He didn't have his license. And he went away to be pulled over. And the cop told him that the plates on the car didn't match the car. Ah. All right. So it wasn't just... A legitimate reason. And I can't even say that he saw it was a black guy in the car because the windows right. were pretty well tinted. Right. So you really couldn't tell who was in the car. So pulled him over. Plates don't match the vehicle. Legitimate pull-over. Well, if the plates don't match... you got to have concerns. Yeah. Probable cause. Yeah, we got have concerns. So he opens up the car door to get his license, and there was, there was someone else in the car. And I know he said to this guy in the car, but he stood there for a second, then stepped back, then closed the car door. Still, still not retrieving his license. Hmm. So the cop moved in on him. So then this is where it starts. Cap was going to, and Cap wanted to cuff him first and whatever. Right. Yeah. Cap put his hands on him. Guy goes crazy, blah, blah, start running around. So he starts running away from the cop. At one point, I thought the guy was going to trip and fall because his pants were down. <laughs> his pants had fallen down below his ass at that point. And if I was a cop, I would have just tried to grab his pants and pull them the rest of the way down trip right. him up. Like a, right. like one of them bowls they use in the Aborigines right. use. <laughs> so he's wrestling with this guy. They're fighting. Cop tries to taser him. He grabs the taser him. He tries to taser him. Won't let go of the t- Long story short... They wrestle. This goes on for a couple minutes. They wrestle around. Blah, blah. Cop winds up shooting this guy. Got him on the ground. Apparently shot him in the back of the head. Oof. So his body cam went out just prior to the shooting. Ah, of course. Now, <laughs> well, this guy had his hands fucking full. Right. So unless unless he got some magical third limb that could have turned off that body cam, right. that may have been a legitimate equipment issue. But um, 
I heard nothing about this. Hmm. Didn't didn't see Black Lives Matter protest. No one was burned down in cities <laughs> of Michigan. And I'm not trying to make belittle this. It, it, this guy probably didn't deserve to die. Well, I probably didn't deserve to die. But and now they're saying that he was visiting from the Congo. And and they're putting all the blame back on the the cop. Right. So here's here's what I'm gonna say. As if he was visiting from the Congo, wasn't even he was here on a visit visa, whatever the fuck those right. things are. Why would you one let him take a vehicle and drive? Why would you let him take a vehicle and drive that the plates don't match the car? There, there are other breakdowns in the system. Right. And again, I'm not saying the cops free and clear on this, but, and I get Congo, probably not a good thing when law enforcement in the Congo stops you. You probably are a little nervous and a little afraid. What, what, I don't but you've got to know where you are. you got to know that you, you're not in the Congo. You, you knew that you were in some suburb of Michigan. Look, I'm not an expert in the Congo, but I would imagine that they have some pretty harsh laws in the Congo. I'm sure they do. Police. So, so it just seems to me that this guy should be kind of used, you know, to uh, respecting authority, you know. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, you, know, you would think, you would think. Again, I'm not an expert right. in Congo, so I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty sure, You're right, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you pulled this crap in the Congo, yeah, it would have been they, they would have shot him a lot sooner than yeah, they did. exactly. But the wrestling wouldn't have happened. So, um. <laughs> in, this, in, in my thoughts, where it wasn't even about the whole incident, it was the fact that no one had covered this. Right. There were no cities being burned to the ground. Black Lives Matter weren't protesting. Again, and then it goes, and it goes to our theme tonight, Dirty Laundry. Well, they're, they're, they're busy, Black Lives Matter. Well, they're busy to lawsuits and yeah, multi-million dollar trying, mansions and, yep, they're trying and to defending, hide, defending that. They're trying to hide their money, 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 uh, money laundering uh, operations well, yeah. and uh, theft. Um, and again, we've, we've said it before, I, I think the organization, in principle, in theory, is fine, but it's just being corruptly run by yeah, it's, Marxists. You know, and, and re, you know, in comparison, it's kind of like the Clinton well, <laughs> Foundation, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever the hell that yeah, was called, and yeah. the amount of corruption with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Haiti is a much better place. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they did wonders, didn't they? And you, you, and it goes into everything that's going on now. Um, the laptop. Even more stuff's coming about the laptop yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and this was something that was buried by the news. They they didn't. They had an agenda. They weren't gonna. And I think with the with the advancement of the internet and social media, I think it's tougher for these news agencies to get away with it. I think they've been doing it for decades. Oh, yeah, for a very long time. For decades, because, you know, everyone respected Walter Concrete. Mm -hmm. But looking back at, you know, I'm sure he was... Well... You know, slightly left of, of center. They, like I said, it, you know, during the Gore Bush campaign, and I, you know, I said the media had turned on the Democratic Party at that point. Mm -hmm. Even at the time, CNN was much more middle of the road, but even they were siding, you know, more with negative stories against Gore than they were Bush. Um, you know, CNN's far to the left now, but back then they were right. more of the middle of the road. I don't know what the hell happened to them. Um, but uh, the media played a, a large part in burying the, the fact that 
Bush was a cocaine addict at one point in his life. Bush didn't show up to the National Guard, you know, or it was a, it was a National yeah. Guard reason. Yeah. And all these things went on, and they buried it, and they knew they were burying it, you right. know. And uh, it was Dan Rather got thrown underneath the bush, or the bus, the bush. <laughs> get thrown underneath the bush, bush. Barbara Bush. He got uh, thrown underneath the, the bus, and uh, but he told the true story. His that that was a fact. Yeah, the stuff yeah. he reported on was factual, and they did everything to destroy Dan Rather. Uh, and they took out the news, uh, took Dan Rather out, and, the, and they cut off his legs, and they cut out the story, and yeah. uh, and that was the media, you know. So they they protect different people, and again, you know, the media, at, you know, uh, Bush Papa Bush, former head of the CIA, mm -hmm. you know, was in charge of the uh, operation. Uh, was what the heck was it called? No, it was a Looking Glass, not Looking Glass. Uh, no, sugar. Now I can't think off the top of my head, but the you know the part of the program where the CIA infiltrated. You know, our major news agencies and newspapers, and uh, with CIA agents, and they're on their payroll, and they still are today, and uh, and that's all been released under the Freedom of Information Act, so people can't claim it didn't happen, and it's still happening. Um, but that was, you know, I think the Bush family was protected, you know, by the media, uh, because a lot of them were infiltrated already by the society that mm -hmm. you know runs our intelligence community, you know, and it's closely, you know, connected to the Bush dynasty. So, and I think my thought last week for this week is that is just because we were talking about this last week too. Is this, you know, and I get it. It's bloggers and vloggers and what we do and stuff, but we're the closest thing to true media <laughs> out there. I mean, and that's scary. We have to. Yeah, I know it is. Scary. <laughs> it's scary because we have to weed through all the bullshit. Right and find it, the snippets because there are snippets and truth in just about everything I read. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a little bit pieces here and there. Even like you go to Yahoo News, even today, every fourth story is anti-Trump. You know, every fourth story is anti-Trump. I'm like, God, the guys haven't been in office with almost two years now. Let go of it. Let let go of it. Yeah, because they're you know, they, and they're afraid. those are the only news articles I read that there's no snippets of truth whatsoever anymore. You know, it's just it's just propaganda. Uh, you know, anti-right propaganda. Anti-Trump propaganda, whatever, but um, yeah, it's it's nasty. You, you, it's, you watch the, these others, you know, and there's some independent news agencies out there that just suck ass, like uh, the Young Turks. Oh my God, you couldn't ask for a more misinformed bunch of people who claim to be journalists. None of them are journalists. None of them been, ever been a journalist. You know, the commentaries, yes, but journalists? Okay, show me where you were in Syria. Show me where you were when you went to Iran. Show me where you were when you went to Afghanistan. None of them gone. None of those places ever. You know, journalists. Oh, please. Please. That's like me saying I'm a journalist. Come on now. That's ridiculous. Wow. You know, we, you know, we are. Uh, they're talking heads. There. You know, and they're bought and paid for too now. You know, so... Which we are not. We are not. But we are not because uh, we don't we don't take sponsors. No, we do not. But we they did. They got twenty million dollars, even we though they're supposed to be independent media. We might be willing to take sponsors if anyone out there wants to, yeah. you know, try and buy us. Yeah. So. But and I think what people people misunderstand, and my wife is one of them. Just because we sit here and talk about Trump, we're talking about we're talking about the we're talking about the best solution that presents itself. And we we've both said this that if there was something better. Be all for it. We, we, we be all be for, all for it. it. And like I said, I I, I think... Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, I think I she, I think I she might be... I don't know if she could... No one, no one takes... No one takes the abuse better than Don. 
the fact that he stayed in office for four years without losing his mind, without losing his direction, under the under the constant assault barrage barrage <laughs> um, of media that alone should buy him bullshit. buy him points to put him in at least the top twenty presidents. Um, but even now, the, the, it, it is it is April fourteenth. Yes, which is. there was supposed to be a meteor or something that hit us today, and it didn't happen. So we're doing the show tonight. Yeah. April fourteenth, twenty twenty two. Solar burst. Or solar shit. burst. Right. Solar burst. Um, yeah, because I posted it, and we're still talking about January six, twenty twenty one. And these people are still being hounded. It, 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 folks, it wasn't an insurrection. It wasn't an insurrection. And if you want to talk about people being executed by the police, there, there were a few deaths that happened that if they went under the same scrutiny that some of these other ones do, they would be equally reprehensible. Um... Just as point to house, they're talking about. I don't. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, just prior to the twenty twenty election, there was this big thing where two militia members were going to kidnap the Michigan governor. Oh yes, the governor. Yes. Okay, I don't know if you've been following that. What's at his name? Whitmire. Whitmire. Yeah, Whit, Whit, Whitmire. Whitmire. I think. Have you, have you followed it at all? Been following. Not it? since then. Okay. No, I so this was a big deal. Another. Another. Dirty laundry story that just mucked up yep. the twenty twenty election cycle. Um, their whole case was thrown out of court. Yeah. But they had close ties to Donald Trump. Remember the movie? Was well, they said they, they said Trump. they did. Yeah, they yeah, said yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. That so, was the media, though. That's the media. They're yeah. trying to stir shit up, make so, believe shit. Yep. When this whole thing started to come to light, this is so the FBI got a tip from Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook. Saying six months prior to this happening that things were showing up on his platform that they were planning this. Right. So they started an FBI investigation, which FBI sent in confidential informants to right. infiltrate the group. Well, come to find out, this wasn't a plan until the FBI informants went in and proposed it. And proposed it. So it was yeah. entrapment. So the whole thing was wrong because of entrapment. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, this is just, again, this is our FBI. This is supposed to be our highest <laughs> law enforcement agency that's supposed to have... Dirty as fuck. Supposed to have some kind of some kind of standards, some dirty, ethical standards. Dirty, dirty people. Um, and the press, and it just... Sadly, you, you gotta, you gotta look to the fringe for your news and information and what's going on. Um, I know every morning on my way to work, I usually have Breitbart News, and they're they're right leaning. I get it, but they seem to have a quasi balance that they're throwing out. I've there. never listened to it. No, never, not once. Um, not kidding, no joke. They present, they balance out what the left is throwing out there, which is why I'm saying they're probably a little more right leaning, but they're just not making this shit up and. Without backing it up, they got seasoned reporters, they got editors, they've got people out in the field, out in the you know where things are going on. Um, but yeah, this is just. I mean, it used to be just you know they dig up dirt, and now they just make shit up. 
You can't. I, it's just sad when you can't trust him, and, and so many people do. Oh, my God. <coughs> we talked about Anderson Cooper. Oh, yeah. He gives the news. The guy's a, a, admitted. He's admitted former CIA agent. <laughs> and he's giving you the news, and this is the guy you're listening to on CNN? Fucking Anderson Cooper? Former CIA agent? This is the guy you're going to believe? This is how stupid people are, though. You know, And that's what drives me nuts. So there's people on my Facebook, obviously, that, you know, family members and friends that are, you know, left-wingers. And they're fine. Most of my life, I was a left-winger, so I get it. I, I actually agree with them on a lot of different issues. Fact. Um, but when they start quoting people like Anderson Cooper, you know, I get so, I get irritated. And I never say anything. Or to Cuomo, you know, and, you know, before it was Cuomo. Chris, yeah. They would, and then I knew that guy was a, a phony baloney, and I, I had to keep my mouth shut the entire time. But they still quote Anderson Cooper. Or Rachel Maldow. I mean, the girl, the woman makes $43 million a day or something crazy like that. $43 million a day. They give you fake bullshit that she doesn't research at all. She doesn't do any research. She has little people running around for her. They make shit up for her. And they give her... They do. I, mean, I know. This up. I know they, they do. People don't understand how this shit works. They really don't. They have no idea. Opportunity because we have nothing better to do but to research how this shit's made up. And, well, we and, we're, like, and we're out oh there. Oh my god! And yeah. We're out there seeing yeah. this yeah. insanity. Yeah, and, and like I said, how yeah. can you believe these people? Don't don't you have a mind of your own to actually do your own research? You got it. Oh, good god! Well, and like I was saying, you know, people that grew up on evening news and like like my wife. <laughs> it's a lot on of, the news. A lot of th- a lot of thinks you and I are just. Right wing whack jobs <laughs> that we need to stick more to the paranormal stuff than what we get off into. She loves us both, but it's all connected. It is. It is all. Well, it's just it, like it, a capability, <laughs> You know. So just for that reason alone, I can never say anything that she's going to take serious. Right. She really has to experience it for herself. True enough. Um, you know, I know you, people don't like didn't like Rush, didn't don't like the right wing talkers, Hannity, Levin. Oh, I hate Sean Hannity. I hate him with a passion. He really? No, no, seriously, I won't watch that guy. I think he's full of shit. He uh, he tried to torpedo Ron Paul. I, I'll never forget yeah. the interview he did with Ron Paul, and he just and Ron Paul knew what he was doing. And Ron Paul's like, yeah, you know. In the interview, Ron Paul's like, okay, oh yeah, you know. He knew. Yeah, yeah I'm like, come on. Well, man. yeah, you I know? mean, Hannity was pissed, and so wasn't. What's the guy that got was at uh, Fox for all those years that got nailed for sexual harassment and had to resign? He has his own uh, podcast now. He wrote a bunch Ryder. of books. Bill, Bill, Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Right, so Bill O'Reilly was a huge anti-Ron Paul guy. Huge. Him and Sean Hannity teamed up and tried to destroy Ron Paul. And it was unfortunately because Ron Paul actually finished second in more states than any other candidate <laughs> did in the election. But they would never cover that. They would never, And he got robbed in New Hampshire. He won New Hampshire and they robbed him. And those two bastards knew he got robbed and, and they said nothing. So I, I won't, no, never watch him again. The, the, you know, the person that has the most truth level at CNN, in my opinion, is uh, Tucker. Tucker Carlson. That guy is the only guy I would even take a, a glimpse at for, come, for anything that could be actually factual. So, anyway. I like Mark Levin, just because he's got the funny voice. Oh, yeah, he is. I like him. But, he's funny. yeah, Sean Hannon, and Sean Hannon I take with, I take with a grain of salt. Um, Sean Hannity's all about endos- yeah, endosing, endorsing... Dr. Oz from Pennsylvania. And I got some issues. I mean, first of all, Dr. Oz is from New Jersey. 
So he's, he's, a, he's carpet, a carpet bagger. He's a carpet bagger, just, just, like, carpet just bag. like Hillary Clinton. Yep. She was a carpet bagger. Uh, well, she's a carpet muncher and a carpet bagger. Oh, hey! Boom! Or, or is no, she? Anyway. <laughs> um, or is she? ...file enablers out there. On the 50s and... Of, uh, honor. of freedom. Of freedom, sorry. Medal, Medal of freedom. freedom. Yes. Medal Presidential freedom. freedom. Yeah. On that day. I'll never forget. Not sure. I don't feel his motives are as. clear as Trump's. And I know Trump's endorsed him too, and I think I think that's partly a, a, a name recognition. I think, you know, Trump doesn't like to be on the losing team, so he, he probably thinks that Oz is going to win, but... But... Tracky polls say otherwise. You know, while, while, while Sean Hannity is all for him, and that's why I'm saying I right. kind of appreciate Breitbart News, Alex Alex Morrow, who, who runs it now since... Um, doesn't matter. Anyway, um, is quick to call out that uh, just what we did. As is a carpet bagger, right? And he he has he get a cat. He has uh, he has a track record of not being a conservative on his positions on some things. Well, you know, hey, I'm okay with that. That doesn't bother me. Well, I don't want someone's all the right. I don't want someone's all the left. Except that he's saying he is. I want someone down the middle of the road. I want someone that's at least telling something close to the truth. Well, I'd rather... Well, they're politicians. They're going to lie. I mean, it's, well, it's, that's part of the job. I get you know? it. The only person that was ever, you know, legitimately, you know... Uh, Honest, I think it was Ron Paul. That was the last person yeah. in, in our generation was Ron Paul. He really was. He never took a, a dime, not one penny of special interest money. Never. Not once. Not nothing. You know, that was the last man that was really a, a true statesman. Mm-hmm. You know, it was Ron Paul, unfortunately. So so the point of all this, I think the point I wanted to get is that you can't, and we, we have no one listening to us anyway, but whatever. No one listened to us. Yeah, but eh. although we had two people in New Zealand last week. We did have two people in New Zealand. <clears throat> two people in New Zealand that showed up on the statistics, so thought that was impressive. Uh, also, <laughs> also our fans in Virginia. We're getting, more, <laughs> we're getting a lot more likes. <clears throat> we are. Yeah, they are going up. We are. So people are um, listening to the show at least at some point. So Maybe not live. Do, not, do not take mainstream media at face value. There is something more going on. If they're telling you one thing, there's a bigger story going on somewhere else. Um, we're not seeing all the riot stuff because Democrats are in office. That's right. If, it, if, if, if there was a Republican office, believe me, black lives would matter a lot more. True enough. Um, oh, and next week, uh, about this time at the show, right about this time frame, so remember this uh, if you're watching it uh, after the fact, 
we'll be having uh, live naked tits uh, in the show. Women coming out with live naked tits. You get to see tits. So just remember that this time, next so next show, in, next week. Tune in. Tune in 26 minutes-ish. And you, yeah, and there'll be live tits for you to see. Go ahead. I'm not, I'm not aware of this, but... I got live tits coming, baby. It, it may be mine, so you you may be disappointed, but we'll live tits. we'll have we'll have bare breasts somewhere on this show. Uh, yeah, God. Um, so yeah, I just sick, sick, sick of the shit, and it's not getting any better. Elon Musk, Gus of Tesla, and the rocket ships, and, and such. And, and, and the Twitter. free speech <laughs> platform. He is going to do a hostile takeover, I think. Well, I don't know if it's really, no. Cause I think usually a hostile takeover is a little more covert. No, no, but he he's than, offered. Than, he, no, he offered the legitimate route, and they told him to go pound salt. So look for the hostile takeover to begin. <laughs> well, he's again. He's coming out and said, "I'm I'm offering fifty six dollars and twenty cents a share." Every single share of yep. Twitter that's out there, I want it 100%. Yep. And they are freaking the fuck out. The fuck out. Yep. He's offered them a cash deal of something like 40-something 40, 40, 40 billion. $43 billion, I think. $43 billion. Yeah, $43 billion. And again, on the surface, I applaud this. Right. But just the, just the pessimist in me... I'm, there's gotta be some. There's something else going on. Oh, he's really intelligent. Yeah. He is really intelligent. He really, he is really intelligent. He's a fucking alien. That's and, I swear to God, he's an alien. And what I find, what I find most disturbing, is that the left, the left, is giving this fine, upstanding African American a hard time. <laughs> Did a little research. He is from South Africa. Well, there you go. Elon Musk is an African American. There you go. And they're giving this poor African American a hard time about trying to better himself. And I just think I just think that that's racist. That is racist. I think if they don't sell him that stock. <laughs> that's a racist thing. That's a racist thing. It is. And I think yeah. Twitter should be called out. Yeah, called out and being racist. For, for being racist towards this African American. This great African American. <laughs> Words matter. <laughs> Words matter. Yes, they do. So, yes, yes, they do. Funny joke we'll talk later. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just, this is our hour or two a week to get on the soapbox. And you just need to turn into the podcast. And I think that's where a lot of this legitimate news is coming from at this point versus... And I'm not saying one or the other is the complete truth. In fact, you know what? I will say this. I'll make this to me here. Because it, it, this is... Jeff and I are 100% correct. At least 50% of the time. Yeah, at least 50% of the time. 100% correct, 50% of the time. I'm like a weather person. If, you know, oh, no. They, a meteorologist. Oh, no, they, they are worse. No, I, they, I, yeah, no, I'm probably no. better than a meteorologist. I, I yeah. think so. Yeah, a little bit. So better. just remember that <laughs> what you're hearing here... Is 100% correct. 50% of the time. 50% of the time. <laughs> there you go. I think that'll be our new model. You know, and if you if you want to listen to something on the left side, uh, I, I, I try to be more in the middle. Angle's a little more to the right of me, obviously, but I, I try to stay in the middle. 
uh, just because I like two women on each side. <laughs> but anyway, um, going down that road. Uh, but if you're more to the left, um, I recommend uh, Jimmy Dorn because he's 100% lefter than you are, I guarantee you. Uh, I love that show. I love Jimmy Dorn. Uh, I love watching his show. I don't always agree with him, obviously, um, especially on economics. Uh, but some of the social issues, uh, me and Jimmy actually agree 100% on. Um, but I love his show. I love Jimmy Dorn's show. Uh, it's a nice take to a real, you know, independent broadcast uh, podcast compared to something like The Young Turks, which is all bought and paid for by corporate media now. Uh, they're, they're just a joke. They're just a goddamn joke. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Moving on. Um, Disney is still in the news for their... Current, yeah, and a poll came out. I don't know if current, it's a poll, it came current from, direction. A poll came out today, mm-hmm. and it showed that seventy-seven uh, percent of Republicans are going to stop um, buying, are going to uh, do less with Disney over this this their policy, well, and seventy-two percent of independents and forty-eight percent of Democrats, and that's a big number from Democrats. Forty-eight um, percent. So this move by Disney was really, really stupid. <laughs> really well, dumb. Yeah, it wasn't. But I don't, I don't think people are factoring in just how huge, just Disney how absolutely right. yeah. fucking humongous Disney is. It's a monopoly. Should be broken. They've got Mickey Mouse should go one way, Minnie Mouse. There should be a divorce. Minnie Mouse one way, Mickey Mouse the other way. You know, so you're saying people monopoly. that, Break them that up. they've got to boycott Star Wars. They got to boycott Marvel. They got to boycott <coughs> Discovery Channel. They, there's just so much thing. I mean, you can get rid of your Disney Plus channel subscription if you want, but you also get rid of your Netflix subscription or Hulu. One, one of the, two, one of the. I got rid of those already. One of those two. Both of them gone. Um, you know, you gotta not be a fan of Star Wars. You gotta not be a fan of the Marvel universe. You got to. You can still be a fan of this stuff. You can be a fan of the new shit they're putting out. That's all. Well, you can watch the old stuff. Man, nothing to do with them. Except. Disney owns the old stuff, too. doesn't matter. You're, it's I'm old stuff. Saying. Yeah, I'm if you still saying. have it on DVD or CD saying. or some shit, you're fine. I'm just saying. Right. So, and they're, you know... And that's why the, the latest round of uh, people being banned from Twitter and stuff is because they're saying that Disney Disney is groomers. They're grooming the children. They are. They are grooming the children. And, you know, and that's not, they're, all this is going to distract you from the point that, you know... We need to be asking this: Why? Why are we teaching? Why are we even talking about any of this stuff? The more with first graders. Well, and here's the thing: and second I, and this, graders, I feel third ba- graders. Right. I feel bad for Democratic Party because they're getting lumped in with this, and I, I can honestly say I know a lot of Democrats, obviously, and not all of them are on board with this, you know, gender identity shit at five year olds, you know, and six year olds, mm-hmm. seven year olds, and ten year olds even. Um, these people are intelligent people, and they understand that it's a child at that age isn't mature enough to make these kind of decisions, and they get that. Um, it's the far left crin- fringe of the Democratic Party um, that's embracing this shit, and I found them to be. How's the not the correct? I don't want to talk down. Um, less educated, perhaps, is the best way to put it, um, with these belief systems. Um, you know, and, and you know. Again, it's kind of like the, the women's sports phenomenon right now where, you know, we have the transgenders competing against, you know, females, biological females. All right, let's, let's go to science, okay, folks? We're not make-believe world now. We're not Disneyland. Same. This is real science, Same. biology. There's male and female. 
sorry, that's science. Um, no, transgenders should not be competing against females or males for that matter. No, they shouldn't be. Sorry, that's science. No amount of drugs is going to change that. Sorry, that's science. I, I don't understand why it's so hard for so many people to comprehend that. And it's not so many people. Again, it's a smaller percentage. You know, if you look at the actual polls, people are against this shit. They know this is stupid. They're like, how can people not understand this? So we, you got to understand that you got that smaller percentage, and obviously it's the same smaller percentage with the other issues. So you got the same amount of small percentages with these other issues around the fringe. Again, it's education. It comes down to basic education. To me, or maybe there's something else, you know, lower IQ. I don't want to say that. Perhaps that is well, the problem. I don't know. But this is easy. It's it's science. It's easy to follow the science. Biology. It's they, easy to they follow. They need. They need. And again, we don't need. We don't need eighty-six different pronouns. Don't need eighty-six pronouns. If if the transgender thing is a, is going to be a thing, then it's a new classification. There's male, female, trans, trans. So there can be male sports, female sports, trans. trans. Yeah, I'm trans. good with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. The only problem is, the only problem is that this group, this group, makes up 5%. If that. If that. If that. I think the whole, think the whole LBGTQ, whatever other three letters are in there, only makes up less than 10% of the population. Right. right. Trans is even a smaller group of that. Right. They can't, it doesn't make sense to have a whole separate group that's less than 5% of the population. Here's the crazy thing about all this. So these small percentages of the population are driving politics and party politics. Yes. All right. And what's crazy about that is, okay, we are a constitutional republic where your individual rights are greater than the mass rule. Yes. Okay. The Democrats don't want a constitutional republic. They want a democracy where the mass rights or the mass voice overrides your constitutional, what would right. be your constitutional rights. So this is at odds with the Democratic Party because you're taking a small percentage of people and they're forcing their views upon the greater mass. It's at complete odds of what you believe in. Don't you understand the problem here? <laughs> what? Don't you well, get it? Right. Yeah. And this is... It's going against what you believe as a party. <laughs> yeah. And Stupid. I get it. There shouldn't be discrimination. Right. But there shouldn't be extra rights afforded to them. No. Everyone should have equal rights. Yes. That's it. It's simple. When you take people and put them in the classifications, that's racism right from the beginning. That's a racist thing to do. Yeah. If you take and break people into... In the classifications, that's a class system. That's racism. That's the definition of racism, for Christ's sakes. It, you couldn't have a more stupider argument. You know. <laughs> Says the man in the fluorescent. Yes, the man in the And we're fine. But seriously. I know. And they took Elmer Fudd's gun away. Because they're freaking out about guns. Remember they took Elmer Fudd's gun? Gun. Elmer Fudd's gun. Anymore. They did, but I think now into my team he's got an AK. Or, or an AR-15. <laughs> He's got an AR-15 or an AK now, so they, they upgraded him. Upgraded him, uh, Yeah. He's probably got a Ukrainian outfit yeah, on. Ukrainian. <laughs> There's another, another clusterfuck. So that's now gone back to just being in the eastern areas where they've been having this conflict for the last eight years. 
Right. Well, they got their asses kicked. But the Russians got their asses kicked. They did, There's they no did. way to say it other nice way. They It wasn't close. It wasn't a, a split decision. They got their asses kicked. <laughs> so now it's just going to go back to the the same Civil War stuff that's been going on for eight years and no one cared about. No, I'm good. I'm good with my giant cup full of Scooby Snacks. Um, so I'm waiting to see when exactly this good stuff, folks. Yes, Not the best, is. but good stuff. You know, wait and see how long before we actually lose all interest whatsoever in the Ukraine issue. Issue. Although we are sending 13 point something billion more dollars over to them. Well, here's the thing, um, and this brings up an interesting point that we've talked about uh, years past before this all blew up. So I'm not sure who they had to fire to make that happen. Right. But um, Pat, at the end of you yeah. know, World War II, he was over. He was a military commander of you know certain sector of Germany, and uh, he got relieved of that command because uh, he had publicly said, and not publicly, but privately said over the phone lines a couple of different times that mm-hmm. you know we should look at we've got the damn army here. We're going to have to fight them at, meaning the Soviet Union, we're going to have to fight them at some point anyway, so let's just get it over with. And he was actually talking to the Germans in the POW camps, mm-hmm. you know, and he was going to have them fight with the American soldiers. I'm not making this shit I up. I know you're not. No, they, this I is what he was not. planning to do it. And, uh, of course, you know, fucking all shit broke loose in Washington. You know, they didn't want another war. We're tired of war. We're done. Even... Okay, guess what? And I said before, and people argued me on Facebook, this is like five years ago now. Patton was right! If we don't deal with them now, we're going to have to deal with them in the future. And here we fucking are. Yeah. Here we are, all these years later. Well, and now we got to deal with them. Patton, MacArthur. And now they have nuclear weapons. And, and before this, they didn't. It took them years to catch up to us uh, with nuclear technology. And Patton knew this, and this is why he knew we could defeat them at that time. You know, their factories are destroyed. All their shit was, yeah, okay, granted, Far East and uh, uh, Russia at that point uh, for the Soviet Union, but it wasn't stuff that we couldn't touch. We had the technology to take those factories out. Their major cities were destroyed already by the Germans. We would, their army was bigger, but we had the upper hand. We would mm-hmm. technology-wise, we, and production-wise, we had the upper hand. We could have defeated the Soviet Union and forced them to their fucking knees. We could have. It would have, look at all the wars it would have saved. It would have saved uh, Taiwan wouldn't exist because the communists in China would have never won. That's mm. number one. True. Uh, so what? North Korea would have never invaded South Korea. Never would have happened because they had the backing of the uh, Chinese through the Russians through the Soviet Union. Uh, Vietnam would have never happened. Okay, all these different wars that we got involved with because of the goddamn Soviet Union, would have never happened. Millions of lives would have been saved. Millions. Patton was right. And then we had a second chance with North Korea and MacArthur. <laughs> well, Mark, well kind, Mark, yeah. Kind of, sort of. And, yeah, Truman, Truman. I think, I think, Truman I think, said, I think Doug wanted to go a little little over the line. There was, but. There was actually concern in Washington that MacArthur was going to come back with the army. I don't know if you know this or not, but they were worried that he was going to try and stage a military coup. Very unknown history here we're talking about. Uh, I think I remember something about this. Yeah, but there was a lot of concern in Washington that MacArthur was going to take things into his own hands. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, yeah, so anyway, MacArthur got fired by Truman because MacArthur wanted to drop the atomic bomb and was very vocal about it and 
disobeyed orders uh, from the commander in chief, which was Truman at the time, and Truman fired MacArthur and relieved him of command. Yeah. So. Yeah. MacArthur. MacArthur. Dog. And they thought, you know, there's the thing is they thought uh, MacArthur was going to run for president, right? It was actually Eisenhower, <laughs> but. Uh, what Cap Mark Arthur running for president was he was married, but he also had like two mistresses, mistresses, mistresses in uh, Japan, I think. You know, so he had a little flock of seagulls. You know, yeah, exactly, <laughs> flock of seagulls. Flock of seagulls. Great <laughs> fucking band. Um, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> the hair, the hair. Yeah, that's why they're called a flock seagulls. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so a little little history. There. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Mm. Um. What else going on? Elon Musk. Disney, pedos, still pushing January sixth thing. Uh, yeah, Trump, Trump's running, so they're you're gonna keep seeing his name getting. Oh yeah, hammered. He's running. Yep, he's running. Definitely, he's running. He's running. Pence is gonna run too. It looks like Pence is setting up. He's visiting the states. He's got feelers <sighs> out there. He's got a commission. I don't think he'll go very far. No, he's not gonna go very far. But. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, he's actually you know what's unfortunate people don't get it he's actually the scarier of the two Pence? yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They, don't, they don't understand quite how crazy he is in some ways they don't get it they'd rather have Trump and or rather be against Trump than Pence and I'm like are you you? and this is what bothers me people don't do the research they don't get it I'm like you gotta do your research man I mean come on at least see I, I get it I, Trump is Egotistical. House. The, e, the, the ego is the size of a Walmart. A super center. Got it. Yeah, he but, does. Yeah. But Trump's okay if you're gay. Yeah. P Pence is going to send you to a rehabilitation. <laughs> exactly. Trump's going to... Jesus came Pence. to me. Jesus came Pence. to me in a dream last night, Pence. and I've got a nuke I ran. Okay, Pence. that's Pence. <laughs> Pence is going to set up some FEMA camps for the homos yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to get that out of them. Yeah. You know, at least Trump was good with you being gay. It wasn't a big issue. Um, didn't really want you in the military if you're cross-dressing, but, you know, Don, again, for the, the, the positives of Trump really truly did outweigh the negatives. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and he doesn't get any credit. And if, and if, yeah, you're, not, and if you're not seeing that now, right. you're never going to see it. Yeah. And I'll start forwarding my gas bills to you people. Yeah. <laughs> And all the, oh my God, inflation. Oh, yeah, inflation. Holy shit, it's out of control. Out of control. So, if you look back to the early 80s, like 1980, 1981, inflation was nuts under Jimmy Carter, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So, what they had to do to get under control is they had to raise interest rates above the inflation percentage. Mm -hmm. All right, so interest rates were close to, I think, 11 or 12%. Yeah, that's crazy. It was nuts. But that was the only way to get inflation to come down. And it put the country in a bit of a recession at the time. Yeah. Right? So, and we were weaker uh, economically than we are now. All right? So, if the Biden administration truly wants to do what they need to do to fix this, they have, and the Federal Reserve, okay, they, they have to force, they have to bank because it's not a federal agency. The Federal Reserve has to raise interest rates above the inflation rate. That's the only way you can do this. The bad drawback against that is it hits all the interest that we have to pay on these loans and we're in massive debt. Okay, so it fucks us in that way. But our economy is so much stronger than it is 
today than today, it was yeah. in 1980, 1981, mm. we can absorb it more. This is the only way to get inflation under control. There's no other way. There's no magic bullet other than to raise interest rates above the inflation rate. That's the only way you can do this. We've known this because we've done it in the past. It's the only way it works. It, you know, Raising taxes on this group or doing this or pumping more money into the economy does the opposite. It increases yeah, the inflation stop, rate. Stop pumping money stop into the economy. Stop doing that. Stop doing that, please. You know, buying out student loan or get. You can't do that. That's that's fake money. And this is going to in, devaluate the dollar and increase inflation even more. Mm-hmm. The more you have of something, the less valuable it is. This double, is just simple hit. fucking economics. It's not even hard math. Not even a little bit hard. So, I know people literally on my Facebook page that have a PhD in fucking you know astronomy and astrophysics and shit, and they don't understand simple math. This is simple fucking math. This is the shit you learned in like the seventh and eighth grade. Okay? The more you have of something, the less valuable it is. Okay? So if you make more money, the less value it's going to have. If you have something more of something, it's not as valuable. This is simple fucking economics. Okay. I'm off my little soapbox. So, Crazy Joe our president, is in the the heartland of the United States talking about ethanol. Oh. Ha. Okay. So, so. Forgot about that one. Out of, I can't remember, the number was like, these numbers aren't going to be exactly right, but you get the idea. Out of 136,000 gas stations across the country, and I'm getting ballparking the number, (laughs) This change in the regulation that will allow 15% eth will impact 2,600. Yeah, you're about right. It's less than 3,000. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right in the right ballpark. I was, yeah. I, I yeah. couldn't yeah. Yeah. So what I find funny, what I find funny about this is a couple things. One, I really like The West Wing. I don't know if you ever watched it. Great show. One of my favorite shows of all time. The West Wing. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, Jed Bartlett is Democrat-leaning yeah. I like to know from all, uh, everything but his stance on Second Amendment. But there was an episode or two episodes during they're doing the re-election after he announced he had MS, and every politician knows that ethanol is bullshit. Right. It 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 it's a wash. It takes almost as much energy to make ethanol as it saves. It's, it's crap. And it decreases it's, your it's miles crap. per gallon because 10% it's, of it's not real petrol. That's what it boils down to. Now we're going to 15% that's the 15%, not real petrol. And apparently the 15%, unless it's a, an automobile, it's going to fuck anything else up. Any small combustion engine, ATVs, ATVs. So he's out. This is his idea. I, I, again, a left-wing show has already proven that this is a bad idea. And this guy's pumping it. Well, no, the reason he's pumping it is because he, look, Iowa went for Trump last time. They're, the, the Democrats know they need Iowa this coming time around because things are even tighter than they were last time. So they're count, 
by doing this, he's trying to get the Iowan voters in his pocket because Iowa is the biggest producer of yeah. ethanol. But, and ethanol but is subsidized by the federal government. So the more he increases the level they can use, the more subsidies they get, the more money Iowa gets. So it's called taking the pledge for Iowa, taking the ethanol pledge. Taking the ethanol for, pledge. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So this is what he's done is he's trying to put Iowa into play for the Democrats. I understand what he did. It's a brilliant strategic move for long-term Democrats, but it fucks everybody else because ethanol is horrible. It's fucking horrible. Okay, let me let me give you some scientific facts. I know a lot about ethanol because I'm a mechanical type of guy. Okay. Okay. So, state pet- straight petrol. Okay, which is gasoline made from you know uh, from oil, 100 percent. There's nothing added in. Okay, has a shelf life of one to one year and six months, meaning you can sit there and it'll stay at the same octane level it was the entire time without any additives added to it, okay? Ethanol, even at 10%, loses an octane point every two weeks. So you fill up your truck that takes 87 octane, and say you only go two miles or eight miles back and forth a day to work, maybe 10 miles, okay? Whatever it may be. Or maybe you're a little person that goes out once every three or four days in your car, maybe 20 miles. And you filled up. So you don't need gas for a month. Okay, that 87 octane is now closer to 82, 83 octane that's been sitting in your tank. Okay. It gums up in the wintertime because it contracts atmospheric pressure and water. And what happens to water and fuel systems? It degrades them and deteriorates them. It destroys them. Ethanol is a horrible fuel. Not even a little bit okay. And it shouldn't be okay. And this is just a way to buy votes. It's all it is, and to make people feel happy about themselves, like they're doing something good exactly. for the environment. It burns at a different rate, okay, so you don't get the same bang for the buck. You actually get, granted, it's a small percentage, okay, but you will, straight petrol will give you better gas mileage. That's a fact, it's a proven fact, it's not even debatable. State petrol has a better shelf life. Again, a fact, not even a little bit debatable. Um, and that's the big difference. Now, ethanol E15, um, it's new to me. I know it's 5% more than it's allowed right. now. Okay, so I can only assume, based on scientific knowledge I have of E10, that this would accelerate the process of octane loss. So what happens with octane loss? If your Qatar, uh, your, your, gar, your car, uh, Qatar, right. if your car is designed or your truck is designed to run on 87 octane, Okay, and you're running 84, 85 octane because it's lost it. You're doing damage. It's a detonation inside your combustion chamber, which is a very bad thing. Okay, you damage the pistons. There's little explosions on your pistons. It reduces the life of your motor. Um, as your motor gets older, okay, the heads. Now, your head is the thing that sits over your, your pistons, okay? This is your combustion chamber. You got valves that go over your, your, your pistons. The combustion chambers over time get carboned up. There's a lot of carbon that builds up inside. And what happens is because of that, the combustion chambers get smaller. So you have the big space and get smaller because all the carbon is filled in all the space. So your requirements for octane actually go up, not go down. So your car, even though it was designed to run on 87 octane, at 100,000 miles, you now need something closer to 89 octane, if not 90 octane. So, why is it a bad thing? Well, if you're 100,000 miles and you're driving around your car, right, and you fill up with the E15 now, okay, which is rated at 87 octane, okay, within a week, that's not 87 octane anymore. So you're even doing even more damage to your motor because your motor needs even a higher octane level than it previous came with. This is why ethanol fuel is so bad. Yeah. 
I think I explained it pretty well. Yes, man. You did. Yeah. You did. I did. I tried. You did. I'm anti. I am. I am guessing the farmers, the farmers who are now paying two to four thousand dollars a week for fuel for their tractors and everything else. <laughs> Maybe all for this, right. but I don't think they're voting for this fucker. Well, no, here's here's another thing that's a problem with this. So we're going to enter into a worldwide few, uh, food shortage very shortly because right. of the grain issue with uh, Ukraine and the, uh, the exports from not just Ukraine but Russia that no one can get anymore because of the, the sanctions. So by doing this, we're reducing what corn can be used for actual food production because we're going to make more ethanol. Which means that there'll be higher prices for food. Well, I think they're... All right, so even though you may be saving a little bit on gas, some small areas, everybody else can pay for more for food because grain, corn, is going even higher now. So, again, they shot themselves in the foot again. I don't know who is advising Biden at this point. But whoever this guy is that's in the Oval Office, like, saying, hey, Joe, whispering in his ear, this guy's a fucking moron. I mean, like, he's been wrong on every fucking issue so far. Every wrong fucking... And that's why he's a... I saw a poll out. You, you, I watch... Uh, I, I get the real clear politics, right? So they have all these different polls that come in at different times. And then you, you see the far left polls, and it's got him down by, like, three percentage points. Like, everybody knows that's bullshit. He's down by a good 18, 19, maybe 20 points at this point. There's no way to pretend it's anything less than that. So the most you, you can sit there in your little glass bubble and pretend he's not down by 20 points if you wish. That's your fucking business, but you're on fucking crack. But, and the reason he's down is because he's trying to make everyone happy at the same fucking time. And you can't run the Oval Office that way. You can't run the country that way. you got to stick with the fucking line. It's going to piss people off, but fuck it. And you got to stick with it. He's running around trying to make all these different groups fucking happy. That's not going to work. It's not going to get anything done. It's going to piss everybody off, and that's what he's done. When he was installed as president, I'm using the word installed. Installed, yeah. When he was installed as president, he said, you know what? He's the president. we got to give him a chance. I really did say that. I'm like, fuck it. Hopefully, I pray for the country. I pray for him that, you know, this is going to work out. Okay, he's exceeded my expectations of fucking things up is what he's done. He's fucked it all up, and... Is obviously he's senile, so there's someone whispering in his fucking ear that this shit's a good idea. Whoever that fucker is in the Oval Office should be fucking fired tomorrow. <laughs> they, I mean, seriously, yeah, I what the you. fuck? Whoever that guy is, there's somebody it's in that bad, White House that it's his chief of staff. That's who it is. I bet it's the chief of staff. You know how this shit runs. Everything runs from the chief of staff to the president. This fucker's filtering shit out with mm. left-wing crazy bullshit, and he's fucking sinking this president. Yeah, I think there's... I think there's someone else pulling the strings above that, but... It's fucked up, that's all I know. It's been wrong on every single fucking issue so far. So the most latest poll that was released, and not by a right-wing group, but by a left-leaning group, pollsters, has Biden at 33% approval rating. That's about right. Among independents, he's at 26. Again, that's up. That sounds right. So I've actually heard people who aren't, they're not Republican their members, like, I, you know, I made a mistake. This was this was a bad idea. Yeah. You know, they're like, I hated Trump, but holy shit, this guy has really fucked things up. Well, I've actually see, heard that said. That's, I've actually heard that said by independents. That's, well, that's, 
And that was part of the rub, too, is that, you know, when we've said this, that it wasn't so much that they were voting for Biden, they were voting against Trump. They were voting against Trump. Trump. So. Um, I was just saying about the West Wing, because it was funny, because one of, one of Trump's statements that he made that he takes heat for all the time was actually a West Wing line. When he talked about shooting someone in the middle of <laughs> Times Square. Right. That was a West Wing line. Yeah, it was. Yeah. When they were... The Aqaba, whoever government official was, because they had actually taken executive action to assassinate the military general of a country or something. I remember what everything came out. Yeah, yeah. And Leo McGarry told yeah. the guy that all Jed Bartlett had to do to win re-election was put a bullet through whoever's head and walk across the street to Nathan's and get a hot dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm surprised more people didn't just jump on him plagiarizing right, that lane from right. the West Wing that they didn't. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, again, I get it. Trump's probably not the best answer, but he's the best answer we have yeah, and yeah. at the moment. He's at the, the moment. only answer, unfortunately. God, unfortunately. God, it sucks. Um, who do Democrats got? They got nobody. They got no one. They've got no one. Hillary's done. The whole thing with the Prince and Bill Clinton, all that shit's coming out. She can't run with all that shit on her. There's no fucking way. Um, she's going to know about the flights. It's going to come out. She knew that he flew here and flew there. It means she knew. It, she's done. So she's out. Who else have they got? Seriously. Cuomo now is... <laughs> you've seen the blitzes. He is aiming for office again. Governor, Former Governor Cuomo in New York State is trying to do damage control. I don't, And people are like, well, he's going to run against... He's going to run for governor. And I say, no, he's not. He's got his eyes on something much something bigger. bigger. He's going, I think he's trying to become to come back, you know, El Cuomo, and he's going to run for president. And I really, mean, and you know what? The, the Democrats are just desperate enough to say, fuck, we've got nobody. At least he's got a big name, Trump. and he did some shit right. He did Trump. do some shit right occasionally. He, he didn't. But look, it doesn't matter. You and I know that. He didn't. Listen. You and I know that, but the point being is he is huge. His name recognition is huge. Whether anything can be done. If if he had flattened the curve in two weeks, hell, if he had flattened the curve in two months, that doesn't. Matter. He'd have been he'd have been a hero. It, look, it doesn't. I get that. I'm just it saying. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. He had all the praise in the world until the ship blew up in his face. And he won. I mean, he also the bullshit he got. All this. Sh- he was on his way. He was for the next. Become after Joe Biden become the next president. All right. He was you on and I talked tonight, and I yeah. actually said, "Yeah, you watch. Yeah, he'll replace Joe Biden on the ticket. <laughs> yeah, it could Cause, be because it was at that point. Yeah, yeah, it was at that but point. Yeah, it went on too long. Yeah, it went on too long. Yeah, he held on to his draconian powers for too long, yep. and he is nothing more than Emperor Palpatine, and no one wants him. Never know. I'm, I'm telling you, telling never you. politics. Look at Joe Biden. Okay, look at the guy got drummed out of the, the uh, See, running for president when he was leading in the I polls that, because but, he lied and he got but, caught lying. But this time he was running against Trump. People voted for him instead of Trump, and there were shenanigans that went on. Who? What do you mean who? What do you mean they voted against? They voted for Trump over who? What are you talking about? They voted for Biden instead of Trump because they hated Trump so bad. No. Yes. No. No. We talked about this. It was. Look, dude, you, you can't count, you know, the same person, the same hundred thousand, you know, fifty thousand people. No, no, voting I'm not twice. saying all those. I'm not saying right. all those. Right. I don't. Right. There's shenanigans that went on. 
Yeah, we know this. But fact, by the way, not but fact. we know for a fact it was all the ones. Pretend it wasn't. You're or a good, idiot. a good majority of the ones right. that voted for Biden because they didn't like Trump have now seen at least part of the light that says maybe Trump wasn't so bad after all, and they're not going to make that mistake a second time. And I don't think they would make that mistake well, with Cuomo. Cuomo's biggest problem would be with women. He'll, he'll do good with men. I think he'll be okay with men. But it's with the woman vote is where Cuomo's really going to take it in the shorts. Um, well, yeah, he's going to take it in shorts there. Yeah. Old people. Uh, old people are, yeah, uh, I think it'd be okay old with people. old people. I, it, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's women's really the many, focus group he would really have a fucking serious issue with. Regardless, the, many, the right answer, as I said before, for the Democratic Party, the right answer is Al Gore. Sorry, but it is. That's your fucking yeah, answer. It no, be. it is. It is. You got two guys who can claim they got robbed. You oh, got two true. guys. It's it's a match made in heaven. If you're a Democrat and you don't think Al Gore's your right choice in the next election, you're a fucking idiot. Because I tell you what, he has a chance of winning. A real chance of winning. He has a legitimate claim on the throne. He really does. And I... I worked on his campaign as a you know as a volunteer. He won. He got robbed. Okay, he got fucking robbed. I'm sorry, he did. In a much different country today, if it wasn't fucking dipshit Bush, but we'll leave it at that. I'm just saying. I know it's, it's gonna be a mess. Come <laughs> come 2024, it's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be interesting. It, it's gonna be a mess. And I it's think be a people. Are, I think people are gonna look and say who who has the best chance of getting us out of this mess. And it's going to be someone that is not afraid to say, "I'm going to agree with the pussy." Well, and this is what again this makes the matchup so great, is you got for years been hearing about global warming, global warming, global warming. Every fucking word out of everyone's mouth is global warming. You know, John Kerry's during the Ukrainian fucking invasion, he's worried about global warming. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Hope he's using the green, green technology bombs. But that's that's. That's what's in their mindset. These solar-powered crematoriums. And what's Al Gore famous for? Climate change. Climate change, global warming. He's the perfect candidate for them. And if they can't see that, that's why I left the Democratic Party, because they're too fucking stupid to see the golden ticket. Al Gore's your fucking golden ticket, you dummies. But anyway, we should move on to other things. Other than politics. We should, we should, because... We have other things to talk about. I know he's a black kitty. We got a black kitty. I got all kinds of kitties. It's a different kind of black kitty. <laughs> ours is evil. No, oh, that's she's a good girl. Ours are yeah. ours is evil. She's a bird killer. Ours is a people killer. All right, so <clears throat> can we launch into paranormal shit? Paranormal shit. All right, we're gonna do some. Uh, uh, I've got. Uh, uh, all right, they got some cool stuff. We've got some uh, Bigfoot stuff, and then we got some really cool stuff. So let's do the more. It's still cool stuff, but it's a little bit more boring than the really cool stuff I got. So, we're going to do it with a, a Bigfoot sighting. Bigfoot sighting. All right. So, this has happened in uh, the year 2020. It was, the season was winter. It was the month of February. And this is the state of Georgia. And the county was Dade County, Georgia. Uh, the nearest town was Raising Fawn. All right. Observed. My wife and I live in Raising Fawn just off of Highway 11 on Cave Springs Road. We were coming home from visiting family in Alabama in February 2020. We were traveling uh, north on the highway just after crossing into Georgia. It was around 11 p.m., 11.30. We were driving a, uh, uh, we were traveling around 55 miles per hour at the time. Uh, we came up out of a, 
uh, it, okay, sorry, it came up out of a ditch when I was about 20 or 30 feet away from it. It was on my wife's side of the vehicle, the passenger side. As my front bumper reached the point where it, where it was, I saw the size of the thing. It stopped on the white line on the road, and I realized I was about to hit it. I, it kept coming up out of the ditch as my front fender came by it. At this point, the top of its head was about at the roof height of my car. When it was at the mirror on the door, its chest was at the window of my wife's door. This thing's chest alone filled the entire window, and its arms were straight down. This thing was sucking it in to keep from getting hit, so it sucked its gut in like this in order not to get hit by the mirror of the car. I cannot believe it afterwards that my mirror didn't get knocked off. Its arms were like five-gallon buckets at the biceps. <laughs> it was grayish-white color with uh, either tints of brown or black. As we got past it, I realized the height of our Sequoia, which I guess is a Toyota, uh, mm-hmm. its, and its chest being in the door window had to be at least eight feet tall or more because he measured it. I am almost six feet tall, and my head doesn't come above, doesn't even come close above the Sequoia. Um, Around 11 p.m. clear night, uh, fairly steep ditch on the road. I just thought it was a great story. Yeah. Uh, it was more recent. It was down in Georgia. Georgia. Oh, speaking of Bigfoot sightings, before I get on to the next thing. So, I have been uh, made aware uh, and added to a uh, Google's map and has all the Pennsylvania up to date. Uh, sightings by people who have seen Bigfoot, maybe not reported the BFO, uh, BFRO, but other locations, uh, other reporting uh, agencies, or even the one I'm part of now, and they've added all these site locations uh, onto this map. So I can click on the map, really? and I can find out what is a sighting, what the date was, what was observed, you know, the weather condition. It was really kind of cool, and almost the exact coordinates where to shoot it down. And what I found fascinating was... Um, a mountain that when I was a little boy, I would walk up my grandfather all the goddamn time, mm-hmm. right? And this is down in Old Forge, Pennsylvania, which okay. is outside of Scranton. Right, right. And uh, we would, uh, it used to be an old railroad track, and we'd cross the, uh, the little road mm-hmm. from his house and walk up the old railroad track, and we'd follow the rail track for a while and walk up the mountain. There used to be mines up there. And we'd go shooting. I rolled 22. I saw the 22 year uh, today. It was my father's first gun. Nice. So old, it doesn't have the serial number on it. Single shot, 22, long barrel. Accurate as fuck. And I would shoot this gun. And he got it used. He was eight years old. His father bought him used. Okay. I said, this fucking thing's old. So I'd shoot that gun, shoot that gun, shoot that gun. I had a great time. Me and my grandfather, we'd walk all up these mountains, right? That entire area is like Bigfoot fucking, like, Central. oh my fucking God. Because now a part of it's a, a landfill. Mm-hmm. And people have seen, you know, this creature, you know, through binoculars, walking in the landfill, and found tracks, whatever it may be. There was a police officer uh, report of McDade Park, which, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I used to go to all the time as a kid to go swimming. Mm-hmm. And my uncle uh, used to work in a coal mine. It was a coal mine tour there. And he actually built some of the carts out. He'll say there's a plaque with my uncle's name on it and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, an officer was patrolling the area one night. This is uh, five years ago. And uh, he saw the goddamn Sasquatch in the park. You know, he, he got out of flat, got his gun out. He, was, he couldn't shoot it because it looked so goddamn human. He, right. It was huge. It was just 
you know, bigger than any man he'd ever seen. And he said, you know, he was a big wrestling fan at the time, you know, back in the day. And remember Andre the Giant? And he goes, Andre the Giant looked like a fucking midget. You can hear the same. <laughs> and he, but it looked human the way it walked right. and moved. And, uh, but all these are reported. And it's just nice to have that database that I can click on now. And, yeah. You know, and that's not that far from here. So I have some... Uh, Ideas. I know where to park, where to go, okay. and to get up there and uh, do some investigation. Nice. You know, so nice. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted to share that since we're talking about Bigfoot. Now I have here. Uh, what's this one? Ah, this is a little bit different than I. Uh, this is out of Georgia, by the way, as well. I wanted to stick to one state tonight. Um, this is a UFO alien abduction type of thing. Okay. So we're going to read this one. This is the first one I think we've done in the show like this. All right, so this was uh, 2020, uh, occurred in July, late July 2020, and the location was Red Top Mountain, Georgia. Um, there were lights on the object. The object emitted beams. The object made a sound. Missing time was experienced. Animals reacted to the event. While camping for the first time with my friend and two children, 19 and 12 years old, I heard a sound hovering or making a low vibratory sound, vibratory sound moving through the campsite. Uh, now, what that means is it's a vibration, and it's commonly reported among UFO reports of a vibration being felt or, mm -hmm. or heard uh, with these uh, devices, or these objects, I should say. At first, I thought it was a drone, but I would have had to have been a pretty large drone to make that sound. And furthermore, the lights that were beaming through our tent were almost blinding. I tapped my friend to alert him to what I was hearing and, and seeing, but he could only caught the tail end of the sound and the lights diminished as the object moved further into the forest. We both agreed it was quite bizarre. We asked questions the next day to see if anyone else had any information we could make sense of. One person thought it could have been the security boats passing through, but wouldn't explain the movement through our campsite. That night, we went to sleep around 11 p.m. I woke to the dogs barking pretty aggressively in the distance. Oh, two dogs barking aggressively in the distance. The, the owners were able to calm them down, so I, I again fell fast asleep and was awakened by the same sound as the lights, but this time I saw who I thought was a, my 19-year-old son sitting quietly in a meditative pose for close to 10 to 15 minutes. It was strange to see him sitting in the dark that way, but I decided not to disturb him just in case he was praying or meditating and I drifted back to sleep. <laughs> the morning during breakfast, I asked him uh, asked him when he was awake if he was okay and why he was wearing a black hoodie in the tent, being it was too hot. He looked at me weird and said he didn't bring a hoodie. I, I then asked him if he was meditating. He said he fell asleep shortly after and the rest of us slept be asleep because he was creeped out by some moving shadows around him and the campfire. I asked him over and over and he was sure and he didn't wake up and sit straight up for at least 10 minutes. He insisted he never got up once and that he was dead asleep until this morning. So who was the hooded person dressed in black in my tent and how did they get in without us hearing the zipper being unzipped? I have so many questions I'm not sure I will ever go camping again. <laughs> this is written by a female actually. Uh, so she had you know, some kind of experience where right. uh, some kind of object was heard, lights were seen, blinding lights, uh, and this was a two-night period, and then a uh, figure um, 
was in her tent with a black hoodie. Now, what I found fascinating about the black hoodie thing, and this kind of goes to my own experience, I had woken up once uh, when I was married many, many years ago in this house, and I used to have two chows. They were mm -hmm. the fiercest fucking dogs you ever had, by the way. Everyone says pit bulls. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. You never had a chow before. So, uh, <laughs> they were actually bred to guard emperors, but right. anyway. Very, very aggressive species. Dog, holy shit. Um, and they always slept in a room, mm -hmm. you know, at, at the, the base of the bed or whatever, on the floor. Uh, next, right next to the door. They never, they slept right in front of the fucking door. Um, I woke up one night, and there was a hooded figure, about three and a half, four feet tall, um, and there was a window next to my bed, so there was some light coming in. I could see a little bit, and he was at the, I couldn't see the face. It was, it was almost like the little dude's, um, in the Star Star Wars movies, Jawas. Uh, yeah, they take the robots. They got yeah, the Jawas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very similar outfit, but it was black. It was black. brown, and uh, he had some kind of wand in his hand, its hand, I should say, and it was pointing at my 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 stomach, and it was saying something in my mind. It was like it was something you could hear. It was something in my mind I could hear. It was some kind of warning or. It was a very sinister, almost sounding voice, you know, repetition mm -hmm. of voice in my voice, in my head anyway. Some kind of warning or something. I, I, and to this day, I don't know what what that was, but it, whatever it was, it was being fucking very serious about it. And it was touching my stomach when it had like this, I hate to say fucking magic wand, I don't know how else to put it, it was a wand. And it had some kind of light on the end, like mm -hmm. you would see in a <laughs> fucking magic wand. You know, right. that kind of, uh, it could have been a dream, I don't know, but that's what I remember. Right. But I woke up, and I'll tell you what, I hadn't been that sick my entire, even with COVID, I wasn't that sick. I was sick. I mean, like, really sick for a long time. I went to the doctor, and they thought maybe I had an ulcer. And I was young. I was in my 20s mm -hmm. at the time, my late 20s. Um, I went through some serious medical shit. I couldn't even eat. Like, I was throwing everything up. I mean, this went on for, like, two weeks. I lost all this weight. I wasn't big to begin with. It was a horrible, horrible experience. But so, I kind of related. And when I saw this, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, I'm like... I saw something like that once, or at least I think I did. Maybe it was a dream. I don't know, but who am I to say? You know, so thought it interesting. All right. So we had talked about famous hoaxes in the past. Right. UFO shit. Right, right, right. All right. And we went over the alien autopsy one. Yes. Right? So, and I, I said bunk. It's been proven to be bunk. The people who made it came forward, so it was bunk. Now, in retrospect, um, the original producer, all right, the guys who put this out, mm -hmm. never got away from the story of where they bought the video from, the original. And they said there was a fire, and the original was damaged, okay? This mm -hmm. is their true story. And this goes back 20-some years now, 30 years almost mm -hmm. now. And they stuck to the story the entire time. Um, and what they said was what you saw in the Alien Tops is a reproduction, okay? And they admitted this was a reproduction because the original video was damaged beyond repair. So, let's go back here, 2021. So, they had one frame or two frames left of the original video, mm -hmm. which Kodak confirmed that the reel that it's on was from the late 1940s. Okay. All right, the time that this was made, 1947, 1948, they're claimed, okay? Confirming that what this was on, these two frames, were from that year. Mm -hmm. All right, they know this for a fact, it's not debatable. All right, so it doesn't mean that these guys didn't find this way in a warehouse somewhere and then superimposed whatever. Right, right, right. 
and they sold these these frames for I think one point two million or two point five million or something. But they sold. They had an auction. And they sold. Mm -hmm. right? And it shows the original, not the reproduction, but the original what they claim to be the uh, alien autopsy. At least two frames of it anyway. And what I see in that frame, all right, is not what you see in what we know as bogus footage. Mm -hmm. right? It's even from that little part, you can see this is a much different thing that you're looking at compared to what was released. Now, 13 days ago, maybe 14 days ago, a video pops up on the YouTube, right? And this is an alien autopsy. And holy fuck, if this doesn't match what I saw in those two frames, I don't know what does. This did you watch this? I didn't watch it yet. Just watch it. All right. It'll blow your fucking mind because this shit. All right, look at either someone who a master faker, whatever you know from Hollywood. Someone in Hollywood had to make this shit, or it's real. That's the only two. Some amateur didn't do this. You know, somebody, not some college kid or college kids. You know. Uh, for a uh, video class, or yeah, it wasn't whatever a class made. project. Yeah, it wasn't. This is, this this is phenomenal footage. I mean, like I was wild. I've been watching every frame by frame, every second. Watch it. I mean, yeah. in the autop. Holy fuck! I mean, like that's fucked up shit. I mean, in order to fake this, would it? This is what they would have had to do, in my opinion. And again, I'm not an expert, but I'm just saying right. what it looks so goddamn real to me. That they would actually have to go out and they would have to cut up like maybe cows or some shit and take parts mm -hmm. and put the shit together, you know, and be, you know what I'm saying, and, and sew the shit, you know, and it just you'll see it. When I I can't explain, it. I can't. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I put it. And by the way, folks. It. Yeah, yeah. I it's, put it on it's Facebook. Posted on Facebook. I post it on Facebook. I will her. also include it in our video yeah. archive on the website. Yes, please do. And uh, I posted on my own personal uh, Facebook page because I said, and I said, could this be the real thing? Because this legitimately looks like the real thing. And and the reason I got so excited over it is because more and more footage is being released unofficially. It's we know it's real. Mm -hmm. Okay, we, we it's not debatable. Some of the shit's not real, like all the you know the Air Force tapes and the. Or the Navy tapes, I'm sorry, and the radar tapes. All that shit's been confirmed to be real now. We know it's not fake. We know the TikTok thing was real or TikTok, whatever the fuck they want to call it. All this shit's real. It's not debatable. It's not pretendable. We can't we can't explain it away. It can't be swept underneath the rug. You know, the uh, director, uh, the assistant director of the Defense Department came out on Fox News mm -hmm. and said we built warehouses at one point to right. store the, you know, retrieved, you know, extraterrestrial, you know, uh, technology. Oh, which, again, they just admitted they have... It, it, some of the news media picked up on it. Fox obviously picked up on it. I think even CNN ran with it. But he admitted on, on live air that they had advanced technology that didn't come from the planet Earth. All this is being released. So when I saw this video, no one knows where it came from. No one knows who released it. This could be the real thing. At least one species. I mean, it is down, and it's a short clip, but it's enough to make you go, what the fuck did I just watch? I mean, it's some fucked up shit. And if you have a weak stomach, you shouldn't watch it. And you should not watch it, let a kid watch it, because it's, it's a little gruesome. Because in your mind, as you're watching this, you're saying to yourself, because it changes reality for you. 
If mm. you're not a believer or if you're on the fence, it's going to change reality for you. When you watch this, because the whole time your mind like, holy fuck, this can't be real. But once you start saying, well, maybe it is, it'll gross you the fuck out because you're watching a real autopsy. So if you have a weak stomach, this is not, stomach, this is not for you. So um, going back, now that I just went off on that tangent, yes. uh, the name of the website on YouTube, that, or the website, uh, the, the page you can find us on uh, YouTube is uh, Tioga Barbosa Mystery Lovers. Okay, Tioga Barbosa Mystery Lovers. So if you look that up on YouTube, you'll be able to watch this video. He's got some other stuff posted as well, but this is the fucking most fucked up thing I've ever seen in a long time. Right, so we'll get we'll get it posted to, to the webpage and yeah. Now in 2019, um, a 2001 memo was leaked. So in two, the year 2019, in 2001, a memo was leaked from the National Institute for Discovery Sciences, a now defunctionate private organization for research in paranormal and UFOs. It was written by uh, a physicist, Eric Davis. Uh, the memo stated that former CIA scientist named Kit Green, who by the way is a PhD, I researched this guy up to kill to make sure this guy was real by the way, uh, evaluated evidence from the Roswell incident alien autopsy, which was debunked mm-hmm. uh, as being fake. And he said that the footage that he saw was the real thing. Now, Green reveals forensic tissue and organs were stored at Walter Reed Armed Forces Institute for Pathology Medical Museum in Washington, D.C. Now, who this Dr. Green is? Kit Green, okay? So I had to figure out where where he got this information, where the the forensic tissue was Mm -hmm. actually stored. Dr. Green was what they called... Uh, in the CIA, the head of the weird desk. Okay, there was an actual division in the CIA. I don't know if it's still functioning today, but it was called the weird desk. It's the real X-Files, apparently. Mm -hmm. So, not for the FBI, but for the CIA. And this guy, and this is documented, this is not make-believe bullshit, this guy, this Dr. Green, PhD, was the head of this division for the CIA. So if there's anyone that would have known this shit was real, it's this guy. He's still around, by the way. He's not dead. Um, and he he had claimed that the footage people were seeing, uh, at least parts of it, were real. Now, the original producers of the alien autopsy said some of the footage that they shown in that documentary was real, but most of it was not. They had to, because it was damaged beyond uh, being used, so they had right. actually made up the other shit. Which kind of plays into what this Dr. Green was saying, that mm-hmm. this is the real, what you're looking at is real. And he then told us where the, uh, the actual tissue of the biological entities that were recovered are being stored. I just found this all fascinating. And then now what we have is we have this footage come out, mm-hmm. and it's the real footage. As far as I, I'm just blown away by the footage I saw. Just absolutely dumbfounded mm-hmm. by what I saw. Something I watched tonight. So, all right. so, uh, as Ukrainians going, uh, the Ukraine war with Russia is going on, or Russia war with Ukraine, I should say. <clears throat> as these things are happening, as different countries are, you know, getting ready to join NATO to piss off Russia even more. <laughs> um, everything, all there's certain things happening. Uh, stuff's being leaked out with all this other drama in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, maybe just a kind of awareness program. I, I don't know, but stuff's being leaked out. Uh, at times where people aren't paying so much attention to it, and I don't know, it's just a, it's just a weird process that uh, they're de- that they're using to get to the information. Again, so. it's 
you need to be watching the blogs and the podcasts and well I've been trying to, to contact get your information. I'm trying to contact a guy. It is his website on YouTube is only one. Okay. His channel. His channel. It's the only one that has this this video. Okay. I'm trying to find out where the fuck he got it from. So I'm working on that. Okay. Um, how how did he get his hands on it? That's what I want to know. Who gave it to you? Now he's got a lot of uh, videos on his stuff from Anonymous. Really? Yes. So I'm wondering if somebody these people are known for hacking. That's what they fucking do. Yeah. You know, but this shit, this, this is some unbelievable shit. I mean, it's just, I mean, it'll blow your fucking mind. If you have a week, don't be eating pizza or anything when you're watching this shit. I'll tell you that right now. You know, so uh, it's some pretty far out shit. So. Good deal. Yeah. That's what I had for paranormal today. Hey. I got nothing. Nothing paranormal? No, nothing. Oh my God. Okay, we're in the Easter. I got something paranormal. <laughs> Holy shit. I need a shot. Oh, I need the good stuff. You want some good stuff? No, I'm good. Okay. So, uh, we're not doing shots tonight. We're each doing our own drink, just so you know what's going on. Um, this is really good stuff, by the way, folks. I love this shit. Um, I don't know if you can see the label or not. Stone and Timber. Oh, wrong way. There we go. <laughs> uh, there we go. All right. Good stuff. Drink this. Good for you. It makes you uh, strong and healthy and uh, have hair on your chest. Um... Paranormal. So we are approaching Easter. Easter. Uh, and Passover uh, for the Jews. Um, and uh, I got thinking about my own life uh, recently uh, in the terms of Passover and, and uh, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, I call it uh, reflection in the mirror, if you will. Okay. So I have always, since I was a child, this is where I had a big problem with organized uh, religion, especially that my Catholic faith that I grew up with, was it never really made sense to me that you know you went to heaven. There was the gate you went through if you were on the list of the living, yeah. and and you got to go through and those it rolled paved in gold. And even as a kid, I always thought the rolled paved in gold is such a human concept. You know, it's such yeah. a human lo- way of looking at things. It's so ridiculous in a way. So it never made any sense to me as a kid that this is how things were. I knew there was something after this, this existence. I never doubted that in my mind. I knew there was more. Never worried about that aspect of it. But I got really thinking uh, the past couple of years and recently about, I'm getting older in life, you know, when I, when I die, what happens? And even as a kid, I always had this image in my head of like this fucking mirror or something or a view screen or something like that and every moment of my life is played back for me like every singular second Mm -hmm. in my life and every decision I made not just how it affected me as a person but how it affected all the people around me the orbits Mm -hmm. and how that orbit that decision I made affected that person but maybe it made them do something that affected somebody else and blah 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 so this ripple effect like you throw a pebble in a pond or a puddle and you get all these ripples right right and I remember watching this, or in my mind, and I'm thinking today, I'm like, okay, so if this is what happens, and I'm standing in front of this mirror, I'm, I'm looking at it, and I can look at my own life, and each of us can do this, mm-hmm. and look at all the decisions we made, and all the bad decisions, and all the hurt we caused, and all the love we caused, and all the other things we did, and, and we can kind of balance out in our own mind, I think, where we're going to be on the scale of bullshit if we're fucked, or we're not fucked, right? And when I got, when I got done evaluating what mine's going to look like, 
I'm like, hmm, we got a bit of an imbalance here. <laughs> so, right? So, I came to the conclusion personally that uh, uh, I probably done a little more harm than I've done good in my time. And with that being said, I think I have a ticket to ride <laughs> back to this uh, version of reality. Yeah. To give it another shot, you might, if you yeah, will. Yeah, you might have to. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I'm a do-over. Maybe a mulligan. You know, and that's not a bad thing. It's not. I've had many lives before this. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I know I was a Confederate soldier. I know that for a fact. And I was like a lieutenant or a captain or a major or something like that. Mm -hmm. I, I rode a horse. <laughs> I know that. I know that. I just know it. And uh, I died, and uh, I was very well off, and I had slaves. I know this. It was, I'm not proud of it. I just know this. This is part of my who I was at one point. Um, I think I was in Egypt at one point too. But regardless, uh, but yeah, I, I I've always been stuck with this. I don't know, maybe a line, or maybe you've heard this before uh, through your travels. But of a mirror, is it? You know, a mirror where or a view screen where every second of your life is reviewed. And you're kind of, it's not like, a, you're judging yourself. It's not like you're being judged by someone else. You're judging yourself, and you're making the conscious decision, you know what? Fuck. <laughs> I need to go back. I got some shit to write. You know, the, you yeah. Know, the, I can do over. Right. Um, so, I don't know. There are people that say, you know, that when you're dying or as you're dying, your life flashes before your eyes, and basically you get a recap of everything. Right. So there, that is a common story that goes along with that. I don't know if it is or not. I don't think anything. I think we've ever expressed that to myself or Lonnie. But I get it. It's possible. It's very possible that, you know, you could be shown the things you need to correct and hopefully you remember when you go back. You know, obviously you don't remember... You don't remember everything as a clear memory, or you would know that you came back from a past life and things like that. You just have a vague, you just have a vague idea that you had a past life. You know, I always found fascinating is I, I look at people. I know a lot of people in my life. I've met a lot of great people. I've met a lot of shitty people in my life. And you know, and I never try to judge anyone. You know, I, everyone goes through their own their thing, and I, you know, it is what it is, you know, don't judge someone unless you watch them out on the road, mm -hmm. yeah, in, in their shoes, oh, yeah. or whatever bullshit there is. Um, there are some people I've judged harshly, harshly in life, you know, that I've dealt directly with, that mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned, they fucked me over, you Be know, sure. I, I'm going to judge you, I'm sorry, I am. Um, but I never realized um, some, some of my actions in reaction to what someone did to me the amount of damage I may have done to them or somebody connected to them. Um, the, you know, there's been events in my life where uh, I felt I was fucked over and, you know, I tried to fuck that person over my own way, you know, right. and and it, it took 20 years for it to kind of backfire, mm -hmm. you know, but, or maybe not 20 years, but regardless, it, it took a long time. Um, where the... Uh, not the solution, um, but the after effects of uh, my actions took so long for me to see when I encountered them. I don't want to go into details, obviously, no, no, no. but um, it was heartbreaking because I had, uh, you know, I, I screwed up a relationship with somebody else um, because of a relationship. It's a long story. I get it. Anyway, I get it. Anyway, 
Every action has an equal reaction. You may not see it immediately. That's what it boils down to. But eventually, you're going to see that equal reaction come around and bite you in the ass. Um, so, you know, there's a saying, you know, uh, not a saying. It's, uh, I think it's Luke something, 613 or 63. Uh, I'm pretty close. It's 6-something, okay. 63 or 613. Um, but it's Luke in the, in the New Testament. And it says, do unto others as he done unto you. Meaning, um, treat people how you'd want to be treated, basically, is really what it's saying. You know, so don't fuck people over. You know, because if you do, it's going to bite you in the ass. You know, and if and and it goes back to what Jesus said, turn the other cheek. Okay, you got fucked over, but don't try and then fuck them over in, the, in, in, you know, in return. Right. Because all you're going to do is you're going to fuck yourself over in some other way you don't even realize. And there's so much truth to that. It's unfucking believable. I mean, like, it took me this long. I'm 49 years old. It took me long, that long to understand that through my own life experiences. No. Like, ah, oh, turning the other cheek was the right thing to do, and I didn't. You know, now it's biting me in the ass, you know, all these years later. Fucked up shit. But know that every decision, every turn, left, right, decision, right, wrong, has led you to this point in time. Yep. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, but it could. It, and this is why I have to come back because if I would have made different choices, I may have ended up in the same spot I am right now. But there could have been a less hurt among other people along the way. I could have still had the lessons learned. Quite possible. 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 These are deep. Deep thoughts of my life. Do unto others as they have done unto you. Right. No, that's or not, no. That's not it. No, <laughs> that's not. It. Do unto others or whatever the fuck it is. But basically, the, like, what it. it means is don't fuck people over, man. Yeah. Treat people the way you want to be treated. That's what it really means. You're right. Right. You know, love thy neighbor. And, blah blah and my, blah. My phrase is treat people how you've been treated. Well, and that's not. Oh, it's a good thing. No, man, no, that's that's how I am. I oh, get I'm gonna fuck you over. Oh, I'm gonna fuck me. I'm gonna fuck with you. You may not see it today, but I'm gonna get you tomorrow. Hey, yo. No, seriously. If you, you know, you know, uh, we talked about. Was it you and I talked about this not long ago? Me and Heather did. So, I a prior girlfriend oh. many years ago. Right. Nice girl, Jehovah Witness, whew, off a rocker. <laughs> She thought I was in the mob when she first started dating me because I always dressed up in suits, you know, I always looked hats. nice and hats and, you hats. know, I li I'd like I'd like to dress nice, yeah. like custom fit suits is who yeah. I am. And she thought I was in the mob and I, I, I never had been and never connected any way to organized crime whatsoever. But she thought for sure. And Heather told me we were out to dinner and I said, you know, a funny story is I was dressed up. I had a suit on, I had one of my mm -hmm. gangster hats on and... Yeah, it was a good one. It was from Italy, by the way. Nice. In northern Italy. It was a real hat. You know, I was like four years old. Yeah. They don't even make them anymore. And uh, I had that on, and I had a nice suit, and I looked, yeah, yeah. Three of them all, huh? And, uh, you, know, you know, I said to her, I said, you know, I had this, you know, that girl from the prior thought I was in the mob. And Heather goes, I, I can understand where she came from. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, I thought you were connected to organized crime. When I first started dating, you always had money. You always had the nicest things. Mm -hmm. You always dressed up. Sure. You had a lot of friends. Sure. And you guys all flashed money. I thought for sure you were in the fucking mob. I was like, get the fuck out of town. Like, you know, and I'm not. I've never been, you know, I'm anti-crime. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm huge you know, anti-crime. But I think 
in a prior life, and she said that to me because she's very um, um, sensitive. Sensitive. Yes, she's very whatever. She has a gift I yes. do not have, and uh, she she feels that at some point in my life I was probably in the mob because it's the way my actions are. Blah blah blah. You know, and you hit me, I'm gonna hit you twice. That is me. You know, you mm -hmm. hit me once, I'm gonna hit you twice. You're gonna get double what you give to me. That's how it's always been. You know, so I don't know. It's just interesting. You know, we, it is. we all have. I think we all. Uh, go through different lives, old souls, young souls, whatever, mm -hmm. and we're here to learn lessons. And I can relate that to my own life and different relationships I've been in because I've dated all kinds of different girls, and some of them have been far more advanced in how they look at life, and some right. have been very uh, materialistic in how they looked at life. And I consider that a very young soul. You know, not that I'm superior anyway, but right. you know, I was materialistic for a long time yeah. in my own life. Oh, yeah. so. We're just having a conversation here, folks. We are. Yeah. Just, just we got to fill time. Fun per no, we don't have to fill time. We fill time. We're not fill time. Jesus Christ, what time is this? Most time anyways. Is it? <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. Am I boring you? You are not boring me. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm not boring. Not boring me. Uh, I'm just saying, we're just, listen, we're just talking. We're just talking. We're just talking. Just talking. Yep. So. Yes. Easter, Sunday. Yes. So Jesus. Dies. Walks into a hotel. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Puts three nails on the counter and says, can you put me up for the night? <laughs> That's horrible. That is horrible. That is horrible. That's my Easter joke, though. Oh, God. I never try to tell people, don't go to hell. <clears throat> Who's the first person Jesus shows himself to when he resurrects from the dead? You don't, what? You don't know what? Jesus rises from the dead. All right? Who's the first person to see him? He turns, shows himself to somebody. Turns into a zombie. Right, not a zombie. But shows himself. You say that, but... Right, okay, go ahead. Okay. You don't know. Mary. Thank you. I knew you knew. I knew. Yeah. All right. Before he had disciples, it's I Mary. That. I get that. That shows how important Mary was. And this is a debate now. As far as I'm it's a real debate that should be had. I think it is being had. Maybe not openly with them in the Christian groups, but I think most people realize when they really start looking at shit... Mm -hmm. She was really fucking important, or he wouldn't have done that. Yeah. You know, if he shows himself to her above all of the 12 disciples, that shows you how important she was compared to them. Simplistic in my mind. There was much more of a relationship there than maybe they want to admit. Or Judas. So. Oh, and a big shout out to Judas for the long weekend. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw that, by the <laughs> way. Yeah. Uh, that was now, I don't know if, have you ever read the Gospel according to Judas? I have not. I have. And it's fascinating. Um, I'm going to paraphrase it for everybody out there, but if you ever get a chance to get your hands on it, you can find it at Barnes & Noble's, or if not, online. But there is a, uh, a Gnostic Gospel according to Judas. And actually, it's carbon dated to be, I think, the second or third oldest Gospel that mm -hmm. there is. And that's fascinating because it makes it older than most of the Gospels that, we, that are in the Bible. In the Bible. Yes, and that's a really fascinating thing to think about. So, um, which means it's closer to the time of Jesus than a vast majority of what you're reading in the Bible. And that's fucked up shit. And it wasn't included purposely. So, and the reason being is, uh, paraphrasing, I'm going to shorten this down because we only have so much time here. Jesus comes to Judas and says, I'm going to ask you to do something. Yeah. It was. And you're going to go down in history as the greatest villain of all time. But it needs to be done. It needs to be done this way. 
And Jesus actually asked Judas to do what he did. Betray him. Right, to betray him. Um, And it's a fascinating, this fascinating thing to look at. I I, I highly encourage you to read it. Um, And I know a lot of people look at the Bible as the only word of God, and that's it, and that's what's been instilled upon them. And I've talked to preachers. I've talked to... um, Fathers mm-hmm. uh, in the Catholic faith and the Roman Catholic faith. I've talked to paranormal fathers. Uh, what's his name? Father Billy. Father Billy. We had this discussion, and he—he's one of those. He's dead set. This is the Bible. You can't add it. They're taking anything away from it. It wasn't even open to suggestion. Yeah. And that's instilled from an early age, and I get that, and it's a belief system, and I get it, and I respect it, and that's their belief. I'm not trying to infringe upon that, but when you're instilled with that you have less ability to have an open mind. And people need to remember that when the Bible was put together by the Council of Nicaea, I can't remember the first or second or third Council of Nicaea anymore, but it was put together, you know, there was all these Gospels floating around, right? And a lot of them were disregarded because they couldn't agree upon, they couldn't, they didn't fit the narrative that they wanted for uh, the New Testament. So a lot of this shit wasn't included. Doesn't mean it wasn't real. It does that, and that's the thing. It doesn't mean it wasn't uh, something that Jesus said or Jesus did. Like the whole book, according uh, Gospel according to Thomas, in regards to Jesus's childhood, isn't included. None of it. I get it. And we get to see if you read the Gospel according to Thomas, you get to see a lot of Jesus's childhood, how he grew up, and the mistakes he made. He was a little bit human, and he made mistakes. And these are just fascinating things to see. And it wasn't included because they wanted the image of Jesus Christ of being perfect to the 10th degree because he was not just the Son of God. He, In their minds, he was God. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he had to be perfect. And he wasn't. He wasn't. Sorry. And, uh, and, and he did things uh, uh, and asked things of his disciples um, for specific reasons, and Judas may have not been the great villain that everyone makes him out to be. So, just a fascinating, fascinating. Thing. Yeah, this so not this pope because this pope's crazy, but the next pope, the pope after that, will throw open. Well, somebody the Vatican to. Library. Somebody's got to in the basement. Not not the official not the basement. Not, not the official library, but the one that's in the basement that's right. up. Well, I want to know. And that will that will that will propel. The Christian religion into the next century. There is a growing undercurrent within the world right now that perhaps that uh, we see uh, the rabbit and eggs associated with Easter. How we don't know, but there's a growing belief, uh, and South Park pushed this in the past, maybe ten years ago, <laughs> that perhaps Peter Rabbit was really supposed to be the leader of the Catholic Church, and it was actually a rabbit, not a human being, that was supposed to run the Catholic Church. Just keep that in your mind. No, I'm not, I'm not disputing Cartman <laughs> at all. But Easter is another theft of a pagan holiday. Which is spring. It is. In the spring and it's rabbit. Yes. It, it is. Fucking thieving bastards. <laughs> Known as Christians. Just couldn't deal with someone else having a holiday. Well, then Hallmark came along and that just fucked it all up. But uh, whatever. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
So, on that note, we're going to wrap this up because... Thanks for tuning in. And Thanks for tuning and, in. Uh, if you watch the show, thank you very much. And remember, Jeff and I are 100% right. 50% of the time. 50% of the time. Yep. Just like my love life. 100% of right, 50% of the time. 100% of his right, and <laughs> another's not in time. Saki. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor, and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, we will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want. Okay.